Thank you for listening to our Faith Temple, NFPOG, broadcast. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftnfcog.org. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just type Faith Temple, NFCOG in the search. Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple NFCOG. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, and Anchor Podcasts. Good morning. Good morning, saints of the Most High God. Thank God he has allowed us to come together one more time. And I am glad about it. We are here today to bless his holy name. We are here today to learn his word and have that become a part of our lives to even more, to a greater extent. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, saints. I'm so glad to see you. Yes, Hallelujah. All right, Bishop, if you would open us up with a word of prayer, please. Hallelujah. Brother oh. said, we're glad to be here. Get to see the saints again. Yeah. Yeah. We truly are blessed with all this technology and all trying to get online. So I just truly thank God for all he's done for this week. Yes, yes. Be encouraged. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Creator, 
and we're your creation. We thank you, Father. We reverence you, God. We just bow down and worship you today, Father God. We'll just be God. Father, we ask yes, you, God, to bless this service, God. Yes, Lord, your word is coming through, Father. Thank Let it go into our minds, Lord. Let it renew our minds, Father God. And put that word in our hearts, Lord, that we're building our lives accordingly. Oh, Father, we thank you right yes. now. Oh, Father, we just ask you to bless the anointer, the speaker today, Father God. Let us. Just bring forth your word, Father, and let it get a clear understanding, God. Not only for us, God, for whoever, whoever's hearing this and seeing this yes. recording, God. We just ask you to send that anointing out, God. Oh, Father, you know we everybody's come, God, got situations and health problems, Lord. We ask you as the yes. Almighty God to reach forth your right hand, God, and heal bodies, Father. Or heal minds, God. Heal them physically and spiritually. Oh, Father, we thank you. This morning, God, we just want to give you the glory and all the praise, Father, for you are the Almighty God, and we thank you. Watch over now, God, God. Let us be raised us up to be the church that you're coming back for, Father. Oh, Father, let us be found waiting on you, God, in the name of Jesus. Give us the patience that we need, God, to wait on you, God, and not to get ahead of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just bless right now. Bless right now, God. Go, go for Bless right now, God. You know what need we need to hear today. You know how we need to be touched, Father, God, in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing, hallelujah, fill every household, God. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let the anointing be there, Father, in the name and spirit of the living God. Ah, my Lord, my God, I Thank you this morning. I praise your name. We have loved ones, our children and grandchildren, Father God, to see salvation. Yes, Father. And we just ask you as the only one that can save God to touch and deliver them, Father. Just don't touch and deliver, but fill them and baptize them with your Holy Spirit, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we bless your name today, God. We ask you all these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hey, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Have your way, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your holy name. Yes. Yes, Lord. We need you. It's in you, Lord, that we live and we move and we have our being. Without you, Lord, we can do nothing. You are our refuge. You are our strength. You are a very present help. Thank you for the service today, God. Yes. Your name. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. There is none like you. Yes, Lord. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search for eternity long. Yes, Lord. There is none 
like you. Thank you, Jesus. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search for eternity, Lord, and I'll find there is none like you. testimony this morning is that I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus. I am justified by faith yes. and I'm sanctified, living a set-apart life. Go on my way to heaven and enjoying the journey. Hallelujah. Right, Thank you, Father. All right. Does anyone else want to testify this morning? Bless the name of the Lord. Don't want anybody to miss an opportunity if you want to. Thank you, Father. All right, well, we'll move on if there is not. Uh, I had asked Sister Vicki to sing a song. I think you've already done it, have you, Sister Vicki? <laughs> yeah, we'll come, we'll come up some more, you know that. All right, then. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I and love Jesus. He's my Savior. Savior. With the raging, he's my shelter. Where he leads me, I will follow. I love Jesus, and he loves me. I love Jesus. He's my Savior. Some are raging. He's my shelter. Oh, where he leads me, I will follow. I love Jesus, and he loves me. I love him, yes, I do. 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 I love him. I love Jesus, and he loves me. I love Jesus. He's my savior. Songs are raging. He's my shelter. Oh, when he leaves me, I will follow. I love Jesus, and he loves me. Oh, I love him, yes I do. 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 I love him. I love Jesus, and he loves me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for that song, Sister Vicki. I was saying that yesterday as I was driving around. I love Jesus, and he loves me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Bless the wonderful name of the Lord. We're going to get ready to go into the message. 
this morning and hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us. Glory to God. But before I start, I'd just like to say a prayer. I thank you, Father. I thank you for the presence of your people. I thank you for the presence of the Holy Ghost, most importantly, that is by your Spirit, Lord, that we are seeking your face, that we are here to hear from you, that we love you. We want to walk upright before you. And it's only by your word that we can do that, Lord. And we give you all of the glory. I ask you to anoint me, Father, as I bring forth this message that you laid on my heart, Lord. Let it be delivered in the way that you want it delivered, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. The subject for our message this morning is blessed. B-L-E-S-S-E-D. Blessed. That is a word that we are hearing a lot these days. Uh-uh. You go to the store and some stranger will say, have a blessed day. That's right. Or you ask someone how they're doing. They say, I'm blessed. Yes. But what does that person who's telling me to have a blessed day mean by that? What is his or her understanding of what a blessed day is? We used to say, have a good day. Why is it suddenly switched to have a blessed day? Not that that's a bad thing. Right. I take it they, they're not wishing me any will, ill will. They don't have any ill will toward me when they say have a blessed day. But I'm still curious about what is behind that. What is the thought process about what a blessed day is? Another thing we hear a lot is I'm blessed. Again, what does that mean when you say I'm blessed? And I want to do a, a, a scenario, a skit is totally fictitional. I guess in a sense, it's like a parable, but I'm doing this to make a point. And what uh, the skit is about, I'm running into someone that I know, but I haven't seen for a while. And as we usually do, we ask how they're doing. So I see this person, I say, hi, how are you? How have you been? I'm blessed. My husband has a six your salary job. My son is excelling in school. He's the captain of the football team and he's expected to get a scholarship to Yale or Harvard. And I'm driving a brand new Mercedes S class. And that class is over $100,000 to start with. That's before you get the special features. I'm just adding that point. So I'm blessed. I have this Mercedes brand new. And thank the Lord, I, what is she saying though? What is her understanding of what it is to be blessed? What if that husband loses that $100,000 job? Hmm. And in addition to saying I'm blessed, people also sometimes finish it up with God is good. And yes, absolutely he is. But what is she saying when she says, I'm blessed and God is good? If that husband loses that $100,000 job, is she still blessed? Is God still good? If the son has an, sustains an injury on the football team, a severe injury, he's no longer able to play football. He's put on uh, pain medications to relieve the severe pain that he's going through. He becomes addicted to opioids. The plans for going to Yale or Harvard seem to be in great jeopardy. And 
we know when income goes down, it's highly likely that that $100,000 car will be repossessed. So what if I run into her in the parking lot and she's driving a hoopty and I ask her how she's doing? Will she tell me I'm blessed? God is good? Absolutely. She is blessed. God is good according to what the word of God says. If we are saved, if we're living for him, with the hoopty or the Mercedes, we're saved. But I was reading a, an article in preparation for this message. And the person who wrote the article was saying that, as I just said, the word blessed is being used a lot. Blessing and, and blessed are used a lot in scripture. And we as saints of God, Christians, saved, sanctified, filled with his Holy Ghost, know or should know what blessed means. But I question when this word blessed is being thrown around so much, what is really behind that? And the person who wrote the article said that blessed and blessing has been hijacked. Yes, right. Society. So in other words, it's being used a lot without a lot of understanding of what the word of God says blessed is. That's right. So I have some scriptures from the word, which the word is the standard by which the child of God lives. Everything that is defined for us is defined in the word of God. That's not a full spirit. Hallelujah. So as Elder puts up the, the scriptures that I want to refer to, this is what the word of God says the definition of blessed is. And I've just pulled out a few scriptures. There are many, many more. But in Psalms 32 and 2, it says, blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity and in whose spirit there is no guile. That's a pretty good description of being saved. When the Lord does not impute iniquity, it is because of salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. And he counts us as justified by faith. So there is no God. We're not guilty because of what Jesus has done. The Psalm 33 and 12, I hope I didn't skip, but I think I may have. But Psalms 33 and 12 says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he have chosen for his own inheritance. Hallelujah. We are blessed. Yes, we are. Mercedes or no Mercedes. Psalms 44, verse 4. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. A lot of what is being described in our society as blessed is it's about material things. It's about status. It's about impressing other people, to be honest. A lot of what people spend money and buy and sometimes go in debt for is for the purpose of making a big showing to somebody else. It's not really rooted in what the purpose of the Lord is. So another phrase that we hear a lot these days is, I'm blessed and highly favored. Well, that was what was spoken to Mary when the angel Gabriel came to her and told her that she would that uh, uh, the Savior would be put into her womb and that the Savior would be brought forth and his name is Jesus. Mary had questions about that. 
understandably, because as she responded to Gabriel, how could that be? I've not known a man. She was a virgin. But he explained to her that this would be done by the Holy Spirit. Mary said, At according to thy word, let it be. She surrendered her will to God's will. So reading what I was just describing, when the angel proclaimed to Mary that she would receive the, the seed that would be Christ, and the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. So I don't know how many people know when they're saying I'm blessed and highly favored, that that's where that stems from. That was what the angel said to Mary. But think about what it meant for Mary to carry the son of God. Her son came in the world to die. It is said that the worst possible loss that can occur for someone is the death of a child. Her son was destined to die. She saw him die on the cross. She saw him crucified. And that was a gruesome sight for anybody to witness, let alone a mother. She also probably in all likelihood endured some gossip by other people, some misunderstanding. You're a virgin, you, walk, you say you're a virgin, you're walking around pregnant, you say God did this. Knowing human nature as we do, I think it's highly likely that there was some gossiping about her, there was some scorn, there was all kinds of things that she faced as a result of that. Even Joseph had some doubts. She was espoused to Joseph, which was like being engaged to marry. But Joseph has some doubts when all of a sudden she's pregnant. But an angel explained it to Joseph, and he received that. He accepted that this is the will of God. So even though Mary was enduring a lot because of what the Lord said to her, what he did in her life. But I want to read what her response was, and I don't have that uh, for you all to read on the screen, but it comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 49. Mary went to visit her cousin Elizabeth. Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist. And when Mary came into Elizabeth's presence, the baby leaped in Elizabeth's womb. He responded to the, the Christ who was being carried in Mary. So there, that lets us know that even before the child was born, he was recognized as the savior of the world. And Elizabeth, of course, talked about this marvelous thing that was happening. So having said all that I said about what Mary endured and would endure because of carrying the son of God, she endured his dying. She endured scorn. She endured a lot, and yet the angel said, you are blessed and highly favored. So I'm reading from chapter 1, verses 46 through 49, to show what, and, and I don't have that on the screen, Elder, I'm sorry, I didn't get that to you. But it's showing what Mary's response was when she met with Elizabeth. 
Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. In spite of everything, Mary knew that she was blessed. Mary knew that she was chosen, that God chose her to be the woman who would bring the savior of the world into the world through a natural birth. Although it was God that she was, it wasn't her, her espoused husband, Joseph's seed, but it was the seed of the Holy Ghost. So Jesus was God, but he came to the world through a natural birth. She had him in a stable. So again, when the angel says, less than highly favored, None of that in the natural, if you are thinking carnally, that doesn't sound very blessed and highly favored, does it? Most of us who've had children, we didn't have them outside in a barn. We wanted to be in the best of facilities with the best of accommodations. Certainly Mary would have wanted to be in a hotel, but she gave birth in a stable. She watched her son die, but she said, she was blessed that the Lord had looked upon his handmaiden and he'd done this great thing in her life. He chose her. We are chosen. We are chosen by God. That's why we are blessed. And the scripture in 2 Peter says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are blessed. We are blessed because of Jesus Christ in our lives, because we are saved, because he has justified us by faith, because we has, he has sanctified us, and we are progressing and being reproduced more and more in his image, through the sanctification process. That is the definition of blessed. It's not about material things. There's another scripture that uh, in Corinthians where, and I, again, Elder, I'm sorry, I got you jumping around. I, I'm just quoting scriptures and I, I want you to hear this. In Corinthians that says, to not be covetous, because it's not about the abundance of things that we possess in our lives. Paul said he endured things for the furtherance of the gospel. And Paul endured a lot. He said he had been full at times and he was empty at times of material things. And I'm not advocating poverty. Please don't misunderstand me. I do believe it is the Lord's will that we prosper. It is his will that he promised us that he would supply our needs according to his riches in glory. In another scripture, he says, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our hearts. But you know what? When we are connected with God and his Holy Spirit, 
our desires are consistent with his desires. So yes, he gives us the desires of our heart, which are in his will, because our desires are his desires. I hope that you are all are understanding what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us this morning. That the world has one definition of what it is to be blessed, what it is to be highly favored and blessed. But according to the word of God, we are blessed because we are the people of God. We are blessed because we have been chosen by God. We have what we need in our lives because of our relationship with God. Our focus is not on material things. God gives us what, he need, what we need. And for some of us, that is a bountiful. For some of us, that may be enough of what we need to go through this life. But the ultimate blessing is that we are reconciled to, to God through his son, Jesus Christ. And that we are traveling through this world on our way to spend eternity with him. There is no greater blessing. There's no car. There's no salary. There's no college scholarship or any other thing that can compare to the blessing that we have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank God. I thank him for what he has done and is doing and will do in our lives. And I want to end with reading Psalms 1. When I was in the fourth grade, my fourth grade uh, teacher, Miss Ransom, I will never forget the lady, had us read this scripture. It seemed to me every day, but that's my nine-year-old mind. It may not have been every day. But even at nine years old, the word pricked my heart. I knew, I felt something reading the word of God. Psalms 1 says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but, like, uh, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Even at nine years old, I felt the power of those words. Amen. The promises in there for those of us who know the Lord, who are saved, and who belong to him, who live for him. Not a form of godliness denying the power thereof, but a rootedness, a groundedness in Jesus Christ. We have great and precious promises. We are prospering. But you know what? Life is not easy. And anybody who tells you that it is, is either delusional or they're lying. 
The scripture says, and again, Elder, don't look for it. I'm just quoting scripture. The scripture says that the sun rises on the evil and the good, that it rains on the just and the unjust. Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. But he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Because he overcame, we overcome. We are more than conquerors. We, life is not easy, but it's easier with Jesus. Without Jesus, the word says the way of a transgressor is hard. Lord knows it is. A life without Jesus, they're temporary pleasures, but they're not permanent. Sin for a season, ah, but you suffer the consequences after that. But look what we have in Christ Jesus. Although it rains on the just and the unjust, we have the promises of God on which we stand. We have the promise of eternal life. And I don't want anybody to think we're only telling you to suffer through this life and there will be some suffering, miserable to get to heaven. I, to me, that is a misrepresentation of what the word of God says. We will endure some things as Mary endured some things. As Paul said, he went through some things for the furtherance of the gospel. But as we go through, we have a God in us that gives us joy, that gives us peace in the midst of every storm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am a witness. I'm going to share some more of a testimony. In the last two years, six of my relatives have died. Three first cousins, my husband, my sister, my aunt. Friday, we, we buried my first cousin, who was like a sister to me. And when she got sick, she got COVID, and she'd had her vaccinations and the booster, but she had some underlying medical conditions that when she was attacked with COVID, her body could not withstand it. But Carolyn was her name. Carolyn was not only my cousin and my friend, but she was my sister in Christ. We would pray together, talk about the goodness of the Lord. I know where Carolyn is. I have a joy when I think about that. I know where my husband is. I know where my sister is. I hope that the other relatives are there as well. But I know those three people, at least, I have no doubt, are with the Lord's, are in the Lord's presence, that they are full of joy. So I have peace in that. I'm looking forward to being where they are. As I said earlier, I'm on my way to heaven and I'm enjoying the journey. Because I know God is with me, he is in me. That song that Sister Vicky sang earlier, I love Jesus, he's my savior. I was, as I said earlier, singing that song, riding along yesterday. He even switched up the verses to say, God loves me and I love him. Hallelujah. Yes, I do. And that song gave me joy just riding along in the car. Do I cry sometimes? Yes, I do. I miss my family. I miss my husband. I will miss Carol. I will miss those phone calls. But I can go on because of who lives in me, because of my Savior, Jesus Christ. 
because I know that everything that he allows in my life, he works together for the good. That he is, the world says, he's got me. He supplies what I need. I'm seeking him now, well, what's next, Lord? What should I be doing with some of the time that I was spending on the phone, friend, and talking to Carol? Life goes on, and it goes on with joy when we know who Jesus is in us. We are at different stages, perhaps, in understanding that, but that is his will for all of us. As we read his word, as we study his word, as we meditate on his word, as it says, it said in, in uh, Psalms 1, meditate on his word day and night. That joy comes, that peace comes, the comfort comes. Jesus said, I go away, but I send another comforter who will lead you and guide you, who will reprove the world of sin. I know him as that comforter. It's no small thing to lose six relatives in, ten, in less than two years. I don't think it's quite been two years. And when they told me about Carolyn, it was like a gut punch. You know, keeping it 100, keeping it real. We feel these things when they happen. I, I have a picture in my mind of a boxer. If any of you have ever watched a boxing match, when the opponent hits someone with a blow and it startles them, it rattles them for a moment. But compare, but when they go to that uh, to that corner, <laughs> I think of uh, Muhammad Ali, and I can't think of the man that was his uh, trainer, the one who coined the phrase, uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. He rubs him down. He puts salve on the wounds if there are any. He is, the, uh, as the song said in the beginning, there is a bomb in Gilead. The bomb God puts on that hurts. There's a comforter. There's an encouragement in the, in the Lord. So just like, uh, I think his name was Dundee, is ministering in a sense to that boxer, ministering to his wounds, encouraging him, telling him what he needs to do, letting him know he can go out there and fight some more. That's what the Holy Ghost does in our lives if we allow him. Right. We can sink into depression. We can sink into, and Lord knows I've been all those places. I have been depressed. I have been in pity parties. Nobody wanted to join me, but I have been there. But God, he is our answer. I'm not saying we don't need counseling. I'm not saying that in some instances, there may be a need for medication. Not God gives all wisdom comes from God. So if the doctor was given that wisdom, how to help you through something like that, I see that as God using a man. But ultimately, our hope, our deliverance, everything that we have need of is in the word of God. There is no substitute. There's no greater source of healing. There's no greater source of comfort. I thank God for his word this morning. I thank you all for listening. I hope that you have heard with your hearts what the Lord is saying to us. I bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for this word. Help us, Lord, to receive it as you sent it. Help us, Lord, not to just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. 
that we will be careful always, Father, to give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name, I ask Deaconess McLean to close us out with prayer. If there are no comments that anyone wants to make at this point, I don't want to shut you off. But, well, I, all right, Bishop. Well, I just want to say that's a good word. The world has uh, uh, hijacked the word blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, and and you, just as they do the hijack the word, say, I'm saved. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But you, uh, they say I'm blessed and all this stuff. Yeah, they, as, a, as we as a Christian got to know what it is. Uh, Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he gave the Beatitudes. He said, blessed yeah. are the poor in spirit. Um, yeah. And blessed are those that are persecuted by, by uh, uh, falsely and, and, and men say all manner of things about you. Uh, <laughs> just a few of them, but, it, yeah. it, you know, but at the end of those uh, Beatitudes, in verse uh, number 12, he said, uh, be glad, rejoice, and be glad. Yes. Uh, so when you the can- The greatest reward in heaven, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, yes. the, 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 the things the world want to look is the material things that I'm blessed. But as we are the, the children of the living God, we got to know that we're blessed uh, just to be woke up this morning, just to be counted as one of his children. As you said, that. To, to be counted as a, a, and know that you have an inheritance in heaven, uh, we are blessed. Not, nothing down here, but my blessing is when, as you said, uh, uh, when you when you bless, when you know your uh, first cousin is in heaven, when you bless when you know your husband is in heaven. You can rejoice because you know that I, I got a place there too. And yes, that's when we know that uh, oh, really? the heart is, yeah. is is turned to God and. and it's not about what the mind and, and feel. Uh, you we're blessed, even though just no matter what, we're blessed because we're children of God. I, I, Amen. Just Amen. Just got to stop looking at this world and all these things. Uh, I might be meek and lowly in spirit, but I'm blessed. You know, I, you know, we got to know that. Uh, mm -hmm. It says, oh, well, it's just a good word, and I mm -hmm. just thank God for it. Just, uh, they they can hijack all they want, but they gotta have them know know what God's saying. Uh, yeah. What what you are blessed for? Because that hijacked use of the word blessed equates being blessed with having a lot of material things. Yes. Or being blessed and highly favored. I don't have any problems. I God just delivers me from everything. I don't suffer anything. That that's not true. You know, that scripture that you read about being blessed and when you're persecuted, and I think somewhere the word reviled is used. Yes, yeah, in the well, blessed are reviled, when men revile you. I, being reviled is not on my bucket list. It is not on my wish list. It's not on any list of mine. No. But for God's glory, yes. for his purpose, are really. Because we care, as the, because the Lord cares about the souls of people. He cares about the whole world. He does not want anyone to perish. So the things that we may go through when we share the gospel with others, is like Paul said, he endured things for the furtherance of the gospel. You know, so we in our humanness, we think about What's in this for me? 
That's the natural thing about self. But God is teaching me it's not all about you. It's yes, not right. all about me. It's about his plan, his what his agenda is. Because he sees the total picture. We only see a little bit. But that little bit that we see, we need to see it through God's word. See it with his eyes. Led by his spirit. Thank you, Bishop, for your comments. I guess if we get to talking, we'll be here a long, long time. But I bless the Lord for his word. Now have all hearts are clear. I asked Dick and Ms. McClain to... Yes. Let me say one thing. Yes. I, I, I'm, yeah. um, because I'm trying not to be stirred up, but you, you already quoted that one scripture in Psalms 1. When, but we got yeah. to read, I, I want to read it again. It says, blessed is the man who does not walk after the counsel of the ungodly. Yes. And see, and we want to talk about everything's blessed. Mm -hmm. But the Bible tells us that we are blessed when we are not walking in the things of the world, but we are walking in the with God. Yes. And we want to say I'm blessed because the world says because I have a car. Yes. Because I have a house. Yeah. Because I have this and that. I'm blessed. Yeah. But we are blessed when we are know that we are in the presence and we are in the guidance of what God has called us to Amen. do. And yeah. that's where our blessings come from. See, see, we this material stuff that's gonna decay one day. Mm. It's going to be gone one Belly. day. Yes. It's not what blessings are, but that's what the world says blessings are. <laughs> because I have a, a certain um, criteria in my in my life. I'm blessed because I have this and that I'm blessed. But I'm blessed because I know that I am walking in God. Mm -hmm. And God is leading and guiding me. And, tr and if I trust in him. I know I'm going to be blessed. The world might not say that I'm blessed because maybe how I look or maybe what they think I see, but I know that I'm blessed because I'm in yeah. God. And when yes. we have that concept in our mind that I'm blessed because I'm in God and I'm where God wants me to be, then yes. that trumps everything else that the world says blessing yes. is. Amen. 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 And because we belong to him, he takes care of his children. Glory to God. What we need to be busy doing is doing what he's called us to do. He takes care of everything else. Yeah, but we should, uh, we can I say one more thing? Uh, Go ahead. Okay, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Bishop. I said we need to get excited when people yeah. are, are coming against us or doing things against us. We need to get excited because we know we, we're standing for God. And, and so just you know that God is going to is, 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 is that um, Elders just said, that's a trump card. Mm -hmm. G-O-D. <laughs> hey, I'm good to go. Amen. I've been excited, you know, just knowing that, you know, that, you know, one, one of my favorite scriptures is over there in, in uh, uh, First John, uh, behold what man love. With, yeah, I'm a child of God. I know yeah. I'm a child of God. I know that. So they can take whatever they want. I got I got the ace, ace in the card in the, the in the deck and and all I got to do is hold on to that card. I ain't got to play it because I've already been the victory is mine. Amen. <laughs> so I just feel yeah. blessed. And another yeah. thing they always say in the world when you say God is good all the time, God is good. Yeah. You really know what they saying when they say that? You know, I, I, that's not a subject for another day. But you know they they just yeah. mock what the church say, thinking that that's the right thing to say. Yeah. That's 
excuse me, but I, I believe that's why the Lord uh, allowed me to do that little skit because when this person is so excited about the blessings of great income and success of her children and uh, expensive car. But is she as excited if all those things go away? That's the question. If she's still getting from point A to point B, but it's not in a Mercedes. Right. <laughs> you know, if it, God will deliver her son, I'm a living witness. You know, but he may not go to Harvard. But praise God, I think we could talk a long, long time. Deaconess, please close us out in prayer. Mother Smith. Yes, ma'am. I was going to add, I also believe that the world is less because it's the politically correct thing to say. When you respond to something, they say, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm really not fine. But when they say I'm blessed, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored because it's now become the politically correct thing to say. But when you look at blessed, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Yes. Blessed are they which do hunger for they for their for thirst and after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Mm-hmm. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Mm-hmm. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Mm-hmm. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Yes. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth and ye have the salt have lost his savior wherewith we shall be salted. It is thenceforth good for nothing but to cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. But that's really the true meaning of blessed. Amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you. And I have one other thing to say. Oh, Lord, (laughs) our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy mercy above the heavens. Father God of heaven, we return unto you once again, oh, Lord, to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the word that we received on today. We ask, oh God, that you open up our hearts, our minds, Father, that we can govern up our lives accordingly, and that we'll have a heart, Father, that responds with obedience. We ask, oh God, that you touch each and every one of us, that you keep us, oh God, as we depart from this service, Lord, but it's most certainly not from your presence. We ask, oh God, that you keep our children, keep NAF, God, as a whole. Help us, oh God, to just take your word, Lord, and hide it in our hearts, Lord, that we'll govern our lives accordingly. And, oh God, that we will be most of all the people that you have called us to be, a people that stands for righteousness and holiness as thou art holy. We thank you for this day. We thank you for each and every one of the saints. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you, saints. God bless you, Amen. Thank you, Elder. Yes, thank you, Elder Wright. Elder Lanzette Wright. Yeah, Elder Lanzette. That's right. We want to give his, his due respect. Thank you, Father. Love you all. Bye-bye.